Hello, and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast number 15. I apologize for the delay, but as you know, we are pretty much locked down and haven't had too many opportunities for the mic only because I've actually been busy and there's just more noise in the house with the kids being home and everything. So I'm wanting to do a little mini-series based off of a podcast I did a few weeks ago talking about, you know, at-home exercises with minimal equipment. So what I'm going to do is three separate podcasts talking about my favorite free weight exercises. Now to clarify, free weights to me are dumbbells, barbells, hoping you do have an adjustable bench because that will be needed for some of the upper body exercises, and a squat rack. Now, if you don't have a squat rack, the only exercise that might give you a little bit more difficulty for the lower body is doing regular back squats, and that's because of if you're pretty strong, it's hard to get the weight up and around your body to get in place. But we're going to say you do have a squat rack, and I'm going to give you an alternative if you don't. So as you know, or you may not know, uh, my main background was personal training. Um, You know, I started working out. Again, I may do like a bio podcast at some point or people really want to hear it. But as mentioned before, I, I started working out as a young teenager in the basement of my home, as I talked about before. Uh, And then I was personal training, you know, I did that for many, many years. So I think I have a good handle, and that's why I think um, I'm a pretty good online coach because I have a good handle on actual exercise prescription for all different sorts of levels and needs and um, goals. So I have a variety, (coughs) excuse me, I have a ton of different type of workouts that I send to clients, but there are a few exercises that are staples and ones that I still favor and I still, you know, I think you still benefit from a lot of repetition, and that's what I talked about in one of my first uh, podcasts, talking about training, Um, simply meaning doing the same thing, excuse me, over and over again will allow you to get better, get stronger, and gain more muscle. So the point of today's, uh, getting to the point, and what I want to discuss today are my favorite lower body exercises, and actually to give you some tips on form, you know, the best that I can uh, without having an actual visual through a video. And this is going to be some programming. So it could be helpful for you and for those who did develop a nice little home gym with free weights and need some ideas about programming. So first and foremost, You know, I think four or five exercises, you know, when you do this type of split, you know, if you're training legs alone is plenty because it still comes down to what you do with the exercises, you know, the proper planning as far as linear strength gains go and adding the weight when you can. So you don't need a ton of movements. Um, So the first exercise is going to be the back squat, you know, the king of all exercises, as, as they say. So when it comes to back squatting, the few keys to remember is to keep good posture throughout the exercise. Focus on the line of the path of the bar. 
Now, what I mean by that is simply that if you were to take a video or have someone watch you from the side view, you want to see how the path of the bar is moving. Is it going pretty much straight up and down, you know, linear to the floor, or I'm or, sorry, vertical to the floor? If it is, then you are doing it properly. Are you going full depth? Are you coming close, breaking at 90 degrees at the knee joint? Um, that's another key point. And those are really the two major ones. Now, everyone's going to have a different looking squat only because we all have different structures, different you know length of leg bones and everything. So if you do lean forward a little bit more and your line of the path of the bar is still pretty much vertical, you're in good shape. If you are seeing that you are not going down full wet all the way, well, you're not in good shape. You know, the further that you go when you do a squatting exercise means more muscles are involved. It actually puts a little bit more pressure on the back and the knees if you do a quarter squat or you stop at a certain point because you're putting the brakes on too soon and not allowing the muscles to do what they're supposed to do. So when you do a squat, you have to keep in mind that you want to do full range. You want to be straight up and down as far as the bar. Your head is looking straight ahead. As far as foot positioning goes, this can vary, again, depending on the person's structure. But typically, I think... You want to be what I call an athletic stance. You know, an athletic stance meaning that how would you stand if someone's going to come running up and try to push you over? Because then most likely you're going to be in your strongest stance. You know, it's almost like if you are playing tennis or you're playing, you know, the infield in baseball. You know, that moment of reaction of how your feet are going to be right before the ball is hit towards you. That to me is an athletic stance. And if that's not comfortable, then you can move your feet in an inch, move them out an inch, and then you can see where you're at. So that's something you can play with. So the first exercise is a back squat. The second exercise will be a regular deadlift. Now this one is more technical to a degree, only because it's you know the way that you do it will determine the type of muscles that you're hitting. So it's kind of hard to talk about this without having a full visual. But, but again, the line of the path of the bar is critical because you want to go straight up and down, keeping the bar as close to your body, keeping the hips down so the hips don't rise up before your shoulders. Those are really key points. So after completing the deadlift, oh, as far as deadlift foot positioning, that is not so much an athletic stance. Yes, there are different types of deadlifts. There's the conventional, which is basically your feet are more parallel. So you're straight up and down because that will help more or less, you know, keep clearance of your hands so that your hands don't bang into your knees. And then there's the sumo deadlift, which your feet are spread out, toes are out, hands are closer together inside of your legs. And that typically works the glutes a little bit more, keeps your back straight up and down. I'm a fan of conventional, yes, but again, you see the taller people favoring sumo, so there's less flexion at the waist and bending over. Um, but again, I don't want to get too, too deep because I can go on and on about these ones. So you got the squat, went over a few things, back squat, 
you got the deadlift. Now the back squat, you're working your quads, your glutes, and your hamstrings a little bit in that order. The deadlift, you are working your glutes, your hamstrings, a little bit of quads, and obviously the isolator type muscles in your back. So those are your two first exercises. Then the accessory ones, okay? This is where people get lost sometimes. Well, you have a, a variety of lunges. So what I would suggest to do is pick a lunge of your choice. It could be holding dumbbells. It can be a holding barbell across your back. The first version that you can do is you can do a step lunge. And I always like to do two reps on each side. So you can do two on the left, two on the right, and repeat with the whatever reps that you're doing. And when I'm all done with this, I'm going to give you a breakdown of reps and sets. So you have variety with the lunges, as I'm saying. You can step forward and do your reps. You can do a back lunge. Basically, lunge backwards and come back up to standing position. You can do two and two. Another version of a lunge, you can do walking lunges if you have the space, okay? Another version is that you can alternate and do the two together. You can do a front lunge and a back lunge and combine them. So you could do two on the left, walking to the front, stepping to the front, two on the right, stepping to the front, and then back for both legs, and then repeat, like a round robin sort of thing. Those are four easy ways of doing lunges. One exercise could be stepping to the front, a second one or another variety is stepping to the back, a third is combining the two, a fourth is a walking one, and then there is one more where your legs are still. So it's not a lunge. I call it a split squat. Some people will call it a Bulgarian squat, you know, when your foot is up on the bench. I am personally not a fan of that because I think it puts too much pressure on your knees and you're leaning forward too much, and then you need some balance. You know, my thought is what how how you perform the exercise. You want to try to lift the most weight. So by doing the Bulgarian squat with both feet on the ground is ideal, and a proper form for that and for all lunges is that again you want your hips, you want your shoulders to be above your hips, not to be leaning forward too much. And to get into the proper Bulgarian squat position is that you step forward as if you were to lunge and hold yourself there. So basically, when you pulse up and down, your hips and your shoulders are between both legs. So hopefully you got that visual. So you would complete as many reps as that, you, know, you feel needed on left, take a little breather, and go to the right. Additional exercises that you can do with free weights for your legs are a goblet squat. So that's similar to a front squat because you're holding the weight in front of you. And this is one that you, if you don't have a barbell, if you don't have a ton of weight, you can do because you can hold a dumbbell right in front of you. For the leg positioning, I typically like having a little bit wider stance, you know, just because you can get deeper that way. Same principles, go deep, keep good posture. Another squatting version is holding the dumbbell below you, almost similar to a, um, a sumo deadlift, but you're going to keep good posture. So, and another exercise I just thought of, uh, if you have a physio ball, you can do a wall ball squat. So what that is, is that you put the ball against the wall, the ball's in the small of your back, you're holding weights by your side, 
it's almost like a Smith Smith machine squat because you can lean back on the ball, keep in good posture, so therefore, or really a hack squat, so therefore you're not leaning over at all, and all the break is at your knees. All right, so let me tie this all together for you in a program manner. Of course, we're talking about lower body exercises. So as you read the title, it's going to be almost like a three-day split, and the lower body is the first day. I say you keep the squatting exercise in there. You would perform you know, three to six sets, depending on how strong you are and how many warm-up sets. You would work up in pyramid, so the first number of sets are higher reps, lighter weight, work up to the higher weight with lower reps. And do two to three working sets. You can pick your number. Say it's five. Then you focus on linear strength. Every time you do this exercise and you go through it, you add a little bit of weight. Okay, I have videos on this all over the place. Second exercise, same idea. A deadlift. Now you could do a stiff-legged deadlift. I forgot to mention that. But if you could do a regular deadlift, same idea with the reps and sets for the squats. You know, four to six sets pyramid up, and then boom. I would then pick a variation of a lunge, and this is one that you can change up every few times uh, just to keep variety if you really want to. Two and two on each side. You want to complete 10 reps on each side. Here, you don't need as many uh, simulation or workup sets because you already warmed up, so maybe you could do one adjustment set and then three working sets. So you got four total for that lunge of your choice, which could be to the front, to the back, walking, or even a Bulgarian-type squat. A fourth exercise, I do like throwing in maybe the goblet squat. Same idea. One assimilation, one warm-up, three working sets, a little bit higher rep range if you feel. And then you could throw in a calf movement. You know, If you don't want to do another lower body exercise, you can do calves. Basically, doing a calf exercise on a step, uh, high reps, one leg at a time, and so on and so forth. So hopefully, guys, this gives you some direction um, as far as setting up a lower body workout You know, at home with your new free weights as far as barbells and dumbbells. Now, if you don't have a barbell, you can do the squatting exercises with dumbbells. You can do the deadlifts with dumbbells. You can do the stiff-legged Romanian uh, exercises with dumbbells but it's up to you you know you have the tools now let's put them forward and for many years this is all I did before I had a leg extension leg curl machine and a leg press machine I know I'm rambling too much coffee this morning so a review to really tie it together <laughs> squat deadlift lunge of your choice then I would pick either a goblet squat or what I call a sumo dumbbell squat. Pick one of the two of those. So that would be four exercises for the sets and reps, four to six sets for the first two exercises, three to four sets for the next two, and then you can finish off with a calf exercise. So guys, hopefully this has been helpful. If you have any questions, about any of the exercises, let me know. I can be reached at fitfranco at verizon.net. Check out my Team Franco Bodybuilding website for interesting coaching.
and stay tuned as the next one I'm going to go over will be push day. So that will include chest, shoulders, and triceps, what you can do with free weights. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care.